Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C, Senor. Deep within the dirty, stinky bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Information Compound. This is the Armstrong and Getty Show. Live, January 11th, the year of our Lord, 2024. Life won't be a bore in 2024, I think is what Jack came up with. He is ill. We thought he might rally enough to join in from the home studio, and he may well. Ah, but for now, it's just us. Let's lower the lights, shall we? This morning, we're laboring under the tutelage of Honorary General Manager Trump. DeSantis, Haley, the airwaves full of hot-blooded, political, complete wastes of your time. Oh, The so-called debate last night? We'll bring you some highlights. Quote-unquote. It consisted mostly... That was not a big finish, Michael. No, I hate to criticize so early in the show, but that was, that was a very wussy finish. Anyway, uh, to summarize the debate last night, it was just a flaming violation of uh, Ronald Reagan's long-forgotten 11th Commandment, which is uh, essentially, I can't remember specifically how he worded it, but thou shalt not do uh, harm to other Republicans. And... Uh, You can easily dismiss that as kind of antiquated, uh, quaint thinking from a bygone era. This is the go-go 21st century. This is the the era of uh, TikTok videos and and Twitter comments and and online viciousness. And we're all used to that. But in, in watching... Well, last night and and really all of the debates especially as you get further toward the end, I don't see 
the savagery accomplishing anything. I mean, especially, well, maybe I shouldn't go off on that tangent. Well, especially with Donald Trump in the wings. If Haley convinces the world that DeSantis is suspect and a liar and probably not worthy of your support, and DeSantis, with damn near equal skill, convinces the world that uh, Nikki Haley is highly suspect and damaged goods and a liar and not worthy of your support, well, all the support's going to go to the front runner anyway. But even if Trump were not there, ready to lap up the the votes that wander away from those two, um, I just, uh, in a primary, in my long, bitter life experience, I don't think going negative does a lot of good. In a general, it can. But in a primary, everybody's looking for the person that excites them. That they think, that's my guy, that's my gal. That's the Republican Party for the 21st century. You're, you're looking for something to be excited about. If you end up in that negative kind of grumbling position where, well, it's the lesser of two evils. Except in a primary, it's like the lesser of seven evils. And by the time you get done winnowing it down from the eight evildoers who nobody should ever vote for in their lives, down to four, down to three, down to two, now you got two evildoers that nobody should ever vote for in their entire natural lives, as convinced by the candidates themselves. So where does that leave us? Yeah, the the quote-unquote debate last night was an embarrassment. We'll play you some of the, the clips just so you know what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, Trump was across town or across the country uh, at a town hall in freezing Iowa with Brett Baer and uh, Martha, what's her name? Um, I don't mean to be uh, disrespectful. I just haven't had enough coffee yet. Um, and uh, And Trump was Trump. I haven't watched as much Trump this cycle as I have in the past because I figured I know the act. But I'd heard talk about how he's lost a step and he's not quite as sharp uh, as people discuss Joe Biden, who is absolutely uh, in God's waiting room and and expecting to be the next name called. Uh, I've heard that Trump has lost a step, too. Um, Maybe. Maybe a little bit, but it's not obvious and it's not egregious. He's always had that thing that he had last night. A, he's a natural. B, he's confident enough that even if he gets something completely wrong or doesn't know how to answer a question, he just plows ahead into his usual, you know, talking points. And, and his usual talking points are excellent. We had a great economy and we had control of the border. Eh, no need to come up with anything else, Donald J. Honestly. And you know me. I'm, I'm not a giant uh, Trump fan. I am a, you know... Hold your nose and love the judges, love a lot of the policies person. And I'll openly admit it, some of you Trump lovers don't like me for that, but that's fine. We can still be friends. But um, the economic argument and the border argument alone win the election. But then he throws in, and the world was stable because, and he didn't say this, but we all know it's true. Everybody thought I was a little bit crazy, so they didn't really pull anything. Putin didn't pull anything. Hamas didn't pull anything because nobody knew exactly what I'd do. Man, you throw that on top of the previous two arguments I'm talking about, it's it's piling on. Especially if you're running against a, a withered old husk like Joe Biden, but he won't be. I'm sticking with that prediction. Um, so that's enough of that. Again, we'll play you some uh, highlights and lowlights just so you get the flavor of it. If you didn't, God bless you and your good judgment. Watch any of it last night. Later in the show... 
the third hour of the show, and I'm excited about this, and, and perhaps Jack will rally and join us. If not, that's fine. I will uh, hog the interview. We're talking to Ian, Ian Bremer of Eurasia Group. Their top risks list is out for 2024, and it's really intriguing. Uh, and also this year, interestingly, maybe most interestingly, includes red herrings. In other words, things that people talk about a fair amount, but don't aren't going to be that big a deal. And number one on that red herring list, brace yourselves, the U.S.-China crisis. I only skimmed Ian's uh, thinking on that, and, and the Eurasia Group uh, as a whole. Um, but his assertion is for economic and business reasons in particular, in both countries including China's serious economic headwinds, uh, he thinks it's very, very unlikely that uh, anything hairy happens between the U.S. and China. And he's looking at signs of diplomatic rapprochement, which it doesn't matter in itself that now we've got the hotline opened up to the Chinese military again and and SecDef Austin, when he's at work, uh, can call their guy and and uh, the blinker. Anthony Blinken can get in touch with the the Chinese diplomats a little more easily. I mean, that's that's not a bad thing, but more than the reality of it, it's important that both sides saw fit to work to do that. And that shows that China, which was until about six, eight months ago, maybe a year ago. China had its chest out. It was the biggest, toughest guy in the bar. It was going around squeezing women's knees and pushing guys backward and jabbing them in the chest. It was pretty confident it could not be messed with. Uh-oh! Uh-oh! There's the real estate crisis. There's the stock market crash. There's the decline of the currency. There's desperation to keep business going with the United States. Otherwise, the Communist Party loses all its legitimacy. So Ian believes could be some uh, smooth-ish sailing with China, at least for a little while. And any great concern about that's actually a, a red herring. I thought that was super interesting. Then getting back to the politics, his number one risk, global risk for 2024 is the United States versus itself. If Trump gets elected, if Trump doesn't get elected, stolen election, uh, whatever happens, he thinks chaos in the U.S., the world's greatest superpower, uh, is a great risk to uh, global stability. And he's absolutely right. Um, uh, for some weird reason, I took a little, uh, after watching Trump last night, I took a more optimistic view of the whole thing. Uh, but more on that to come. Uh, oh gosh, I guess we need to start the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. Solving the problems of the world at Mark. You know, I debated the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Um, you know, I thought he lied a lot. Uh, man, Nikki Haley may, gives him a run for his money. But every time he lies, Drake University, don't turn this into a drinking game because you will be overserved by the end of the night. <laughs> She's got a way better uh, sense of humor than Ron DeSantis, but where did that leave us as uh, conservatives? Or are you a Republican? Um, where did that leave us? Putting aside Trump, even, uh, you know, otherwise, what the hell does any of it matter? Uh, I suppose Nikki's uh, close enough in New Hampshire that it, it remains somewhat interesting. But where does that leave us as a, as a party when they spend the entire time taking hatchets to each other? Surely there must be some consultants somewhere who say this is effective. Oh, you got to go negative. And I understand, again, going negative in the general when it's a binary choice. 
but it's not in a primary. You're you're not the the hero, the hope, the I think this could really change things person if all you do is talk about what an a-hole the other person is. All right, enough said. We've got a great freedom-loving quote of the day from our friend Tim Sandifer's latest uh, tome. Plus, mailbag, if you want to slip in a last-minute email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Don't go away. Armstrong and Getty. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Welcome. How are you doing? Glad you're here. Ian Bremmer later in the show. Got all sorts of great stuff to talk about. I'm going to discuss the immigration uh, chaos at the border and seek an explanation for why in the world the Biden administration is doing so little about it. It's inexplicable. If you look at the polls, even Democrats are aghast. It's what uh, what's happening on the border. The border is secure. That is, I mean, that's an astounding. I've heard it a thousand times. I'm still astounded by it. What is this? All right, Michael, you shouldn't have gotten me started. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. More on immigration to come. It's from Tim Sandifer's brand new, well, it's not brand new book. It came out a year, year and a half ago, I think, Freedom's Furies. Uh, it's absolutely great. So interesting about the progressive lust for totalitarianism in the first mm, half of the 20th century. So interesting. But this quote comes out of a chapter about Rose Wilder Lane's experiences in Soviet Georgia in the 1920s, sent along by Mark, formerly a California, now from South Carolina, quote, Stripped of euphemisms such as the common good, collectivism simply meant domination and regimentation by the state. That's right. You strip away the greeting card rhetoric like the common good, their fair share. What you end up with is domination and regimentation by the state. Amen to that. Rose, Tim, and Mark. Mailbag. You can drop us a note, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Keep it, you know, reasonably short if you would. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Also worth mentioning to angry morons, you know, that's probably not a term I should use. Uh, 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 blunt, angry people. 
The minute it turns, like, really disrespectful, eh, stop reading. So don't waste typing after that. I like this note from uh, Henry. They're trying to portray Hunter as Michael Corleone. Hunter and his Hollywood backers wanted to achieve the scene from The Godfather, where Michael Corleone testified. That's right. It did well, if you've seen the movie, you have. If not, it was a dramatic thing where somebody unexpected shows up in court, like Hunter did yesterday. But like Hollywood, it's all about casting, and Hunter isn't Michael, he's Fredo. Sad, pathetic Fredo, who is smart, not dumb, like people say. With his Hollywood bud who gave him millions and orchestrated the art as money laundering, and it absolutely was money laundering. I just, I found out I didn't know this. What would I know about, like, high-dollar fine art? Um, There's a huge problem with money laundering in the expensive art world. A lot of people launder a lot of money through art. Um, So anyway, yeah, that's clearly what it was. But going back to Henry's note, this clown uh, is wearing, I'm sure, an expensive designer blazer. Uh, showed his real contempt for Congress. Yeah, I would agree. I'd agree. Uh, if you missed the whole Hunter thing because it happened, eh, I think it was l- hour three of the show yesterday. We're going to play you a couple of clips early today just because they're so damned entertaining. Uh, moving along, Jeff uh, in Pacific Grove, California said, Guys, I had an encounter with human fecal matter on the sidewalks of beautiful downtown Monterey last week. It's spreading. Let's go, Newsom. Wow, beautiful Monterey, California. Now smeared with human poo, like so much of the rest of Gavin Newsom's workers' paradise. More on that to come, too. And you're thinking, I don't live in California. I don't care. Oh, my friends, my friends, my friends. Number one, those progressive policies are working their way to you at the speed of the Internet. Secondly, the boy might well be on the ballot in November. Seriously, as they used to say. The border security mystery. Paolo writes, believe you guys are puzzling over why the Biden administration continues to do practically nothing about illegal immigration except to facilitate it. Yes, we have been wondering that. And then he quotes from an article in the New York Times that I was actually about to bring up today. Uh, it, it mentions that since Donald Trump first ran for president in 2016, the Democratic Party has changed its approach to immigration. Not long ago, leading Democrats supported immigration enforcement measures like tough border security and deportations. Today, much of the party is uncomfortable doing so. We'll come back to that in a minute. But Paolo says, it's true that many Dems are uncomfortable supporting serious measures to secure the border, but only hardcore progressives are seriously in favor of open borders, right? Maybe not. Maybe the Dems' diabolical long-term strategy really is to import as many poor people as possible and endeavor to keep them permanently dependent on the government, the socialist dream. Sounds a bit uh, tad uh, paranoid, but what else could explain the inaction we're seeing? Again, we'll get into this more later. I think there are various factions within the progressive half of America, um, some of whom actually want what you're talking about. They want to flood the country with poor brown people who will be dependent on the government, therefore will always vote Democrat. Although the Republicans are, are, are you know, climbing over themselves to become the second party of the welfare state. Um, there are also uh, those who simply, and this is the mass of Democratic voters, and I know this is hard to believe for a lot of conservatives, the mass of Democratic voters just do the opposite of what Trump says. If Trump said take penicillin for your infection, they would throw away their penicillin and die of the infection. It's that childlike and idiotic. It took me a long time to 
fully appreciate it because it doesn't seem like adults could possibly be that dopey. But there's just no denying it when you look at the evidence over a, a long term. It's crazy. More on that to come. The Hunter flap in Congress yesterday, nutty. Coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You are the epitome of white privilege. You have no balls. Wow. Accusations of ballessness flying around on Capitol Hill yesterday. This happened kind of late-ish in the show yesterday, and it's just kind of entertaining, so we thought we'd, we'd trot it out for you. I just wanted to hear it again, too. <laughs> so, uh, as you may be familiar uh, with the, the recent events, the House Oversight Committee, James Comer and company, wanted to depose Hunter Biden uh, behind closed doors, which is always the way it works. You always do a closed-door deposition before you do a public hearing. Always, 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 with very few exceptions, which will come up a little bit later. Um, and Hunter, of course, refused to show up, uh, violated the uh, subpoena or, or, or was in contempt of the subpoena and uh, on the advice, uh, advice of his lawyers because he's guilty as 16 dogs, as Hunter Thompson would have said back in the day. And so uh, he refused to come and testify, but now they've held a couple of publicity stunts. Remember the one where he showed up on the Capitol steps and said, I'm willing to speak in public any time. And, and then he just showed up at the hearing yesterday to decide whether to hold him in contempt, and he just sat in the gallery the dodge being, well, I'm here, I'm willing to talk, but he really, really, really doesn't want to be deposed under oath uh, in private with the attorneys present uh, for reasons that his attorneys could probably explain to you. But anyway, so he just shows up and sits down and everybody's like, that's freaking Hunter Biden there. <laughs> and and, uh, and it gets kind of nutty from there. Uh, here's, uh, here's James Comer leading off and then recognizing uh, Nancy Mace from South Carolina. 50, Michael. Mr. Chair recognizes Ms. Mace from South Carolina. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, uh, Chairman Comer. Um, first of all, my first question is who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today? That's my first question. Um, second question, you are the epitome of white privilege, coming into the Oversight Committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up here and... Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. 
Mr. Chairman, um, if the, the lady recognizes, if the general lady wants to hear from Hunter Biden, we can hear from him right now, Mr. Chairman. Let's take a vote and hear from Hunter Biden. What are you afraid of? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Order, order, order. Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Did you keep interrupting me? I'll interrupt the chairman. I don't know that he's a lady. Wow, wow. That's our Congress, folks. That's the people's house. As the people hid their face in shame. So much to unpack there. Okay. You have no balls. Well, there's that. Um, surprising, given his uh, enthusiasm for prostitutes. Um, so, uh, that was uh, old uh, Moskowitz from New York interrupting her rudely, violating committee rules, etc. And then Nancy Mace plays the, uh, but I'm a lady card, which I thought was... A little egregious, um, but in these days of victim politics, I suppose, I know what she was going for there. I don't think anybody cares much. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's have, uh, oh, that's right. Nancy Mace had more to say. We'll play that then. Go on. 53. Hunter Biden wasn't afraid to sell access to Joe Biden to the highest bidder when he was in elected office. He wasn't afraid to trade on the Biden brand, peddle influence, and share those ill-gotten gains with members of his family, including Joe Biden. He wasn't afraid to compromise the integrity of the presidency and vice presidency by involving Joe Biden in shady business deals with our foreign adversaries. But Hunter Biden, you were too afraid to show up for a deposition. And you still can't today. Um, I believe that Hunter Biden should be held completely in contempt. I think he should be hauled off to jail right now. Completely in contempt. Wow. A higher charge. And so uh, Abby Lowell, Hunter's uh, zillion-dollar attorney, decided, all right, this publicity stunt has gone on long enough. The, uh, the uh, verbal arse whooping my client's taken is probably not doing us any good. Nancy Mace really good with that list of the sins of Biden. Uh, I thought. But then uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene stands up, and as I was saying, Abby Lowell thought, oh, this is enough. 54. Here's how it unfolded. Gentlemen, time's expired. Chair, recognize Ms. Green from Georgia for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse going? me, Hunter. Oh, apparently, oh, you're afraid of my going? words. Whoa. Uh, here goes. <laughs> oh. I'd like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. Burst their bubble. <laughs> wow, that's too bad. <laughs> I think it's clear and obvious for everyone watching this hearing today that Hunter Biden is terrified of strong conservative Republican women because he can't even face my words as I was about to speak to him. What a coward. <laughs> nice publicity stunt there, Abby. And here's Abby Lowell in the hallway, some unknown reporter, 55. Please, I'll answer your question if you be quiet and let me make a statement, okay? What kind of crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? Let me start again. Hunter Biden was and is a private citizen. But despite this, Republicans have sought to use him as a surrogate to attack his father. This guy just keeps repeating, how much crack do you usually smoke, Mr. Biden? <laughs> Come on. Oh, this is such a clown show. Uh, and then uh, then Abby Lowell with his usual lies. And then uh, what was funny was as the Democrats are recognized, little AOC, uh, it's a cute kid, really cute AOC. So sweet that she pretends to be a congressperson when she's an Instagram influencer. But anyway, um, she was saying, he was here. You said if you wanted to have him speak, have him speak. 
Never mind that that's not the way it works. You don't have people just wandering off the street and say, yeah, I'm going to testify what I want you to hear today, right now, as a matter of fact. No, never mind the deposition, which is the way it always works. No, I've decided today's the day, and I'm going to, well, all right, I guess there's nothing we can do. Come up and testify. That's not the way it works. But then you had Pramila Jayapal, who's uh, half a communist, half, uh, but a lot smarter than AOC, attempt to uh, pull off the same maneuver in Clip 58. No? The Jayapal clip, we don't have that? I'm sure we do. All right, come on now. Come on. We had like two uh, two editions of it. Now we have none? Uh, hang on. Hang on. Talk to me, Anson. Where is it? Where is it? All right, never mind. So uh, Pramila Jayapal. Oh, we are getting it. Okay. All right. Uh, while we're waiting for that, can you play 59? This is Hillary Vaughn of Fox News out in the hallway with Hunter and Abby Lowell. Why did you put your dad on speakerphone with your business partners if he had no involvement in your business? Do you have a dad? Did he call you? Yes. Answer the phone? Yes. Okay. But why did you need to talk to him during business meetings if he had nothing to do with your business? And he just turned his head and walked away. Yeah, I have a dad, and I love him. Um, and unless he's in the midst of some sort of medical thing, if I'm in a business meeting and I see on my phone that my dad's calling, I'm going to call him back because he's not fundamentally involved in my business. I'm not going to have him greet all of my associates around the horn. Oh, man. All right, here's Pramila Jayapal. We're all outraged about many things, but if we're going to talk about outrageous things that have happened or things that have never happened, let's talk about the fact that President Trump incited an erection. Uh, and <laughs> maybe that too. <laughs> yeah, you could talk about that too, I guess. <laughs> maybe we should talk about that too. The president incited an insurrection. So that's number one, just funny because a lady said erection. <laughs> and uh, secondly, everybody's cracking up and laughing and joking and the rest of it. They understand that it's theater. That's all that it is. It's just trying to go for the jazziest uh, clip. Uh, for instance, this one, 51. <laughs> you have no balls. <laughs> oh, it's such a clown show, friends. Such a clown show. Meanwhile, you know, they do nothing about the border. They do nothing about the budget because, you know, if you actually vote on something and do something, somebody can run against you on it. But if you do nothing, then it's just a question of uh, collecting sound bites and clips. So, uh, sorry, I don't mean to be disgusting and, and cynical or, or, you know, disgust you and make you more cynical, but it is what it is. Uh, I want to get to the question of why the Biden administration is doing nothing about immigration in a little bit. Also, highlights and lowlights of the debate last night between DeSantis and Haley and the Trump town hall. We'll do that to kick off our number two. Uh, quick break and back with more. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Today with Hunter Biden going into the going into Congress and just sitting down and the bedlam that's been caused today, you have chaos. Uh, We have, I think, more with Joe Biden. He can't put two sentences together and he's representing us on nuclear weapons with Putin and Xi and all of these very smart people. I think he had very little chaos. I think most of the chaos was caused by the Democrats constantly going after me. You know, that's the second half of an answer Trump gave to uh, one of the uh, one of the questions from the audience at the town hall in, uh, I think it was Des Moines, it was in Iowa last night. Um, and and the, the question was essentially, a lot of people say that uh, if you're president again, that it'll be the return to chaos. And, and, and I get what they mean. That's his rep, you know, that's just everything's always going crazy. But his answer was fantastic. And the part that we didn't play was, hey, we have chaos now. We have chaos in the border. We have chaos in the world with wars going on. And then he said, and a lot of the chaos was... And he's right. The Russia Gate stuff, the Russia collusion hoax, uh, the the one phony impeachment, the one that uh, more people think was justified, even though it was written in a way that Republicans couldn't possibly vote for it. Nancy Pelosi, Machiavellian as always. Um, but I thought it was pretty good, a great, really good answer. So, uh, speaking of that sort of thing, the Democrats constantly going after Trump. This is a huge story, friends. The story of Fonnie Willis, the prosecutor in Fulton County, Georgia, who's going after Trump and his, what is it, 18 co-defendants for election interference? She's in serious, serious trouble. As we mentioned yesterday, and more details are emerging, she brought on this Nathan Wade to prosecute the former president. He's never tried a felony case. Not only is he not some sort of expert in election law and racketeering and the rest of it. No, he's her boy toy, period. Dude might be a pretty capable lawyer. I don't know. Uh, but a filing now in the case by one of the co-defendants says, hey, they've had a continuing inappropriate romantic relationship. He has just been hired to do this because they're boyfriend girlfriend and the six hundred thousand dollars this guy's been paid so far is going to enrich the both of them because they're a couple it's simple they love each other you know what uncle joe it's a good point thanks uh but so anyway wade and willis who are prosecuting this case are milking it as their personal cash cow because they're in love and quoting from the wall street journal The motion Monday stunned Atlanta's tight-knit legal community and injected uncertainty into one of the highest-profile prosecutions in the country. Lawyers in Georgia say that at a minimum, the allegations in the Monday filing raise questions about why Willis sought Wade's services. Quote, my understanding is he has no felony jury trial experience, said one well-known Atlanta uh, lawyer who actually is qualified for this sort of thing. 
Uh, Wade isn't qualified to serve as a court-appointed defense lawyer in the Trump case, according to Monday's motion. Pick such an assignment. A lawyer needs to have tried at least two criminal trials of similar defenses, so he couldn't even be like a public defender in this case, much less a prosecutor. Uh, said an ABC News contributor who's a well-placed lawyer, Wade's lack of uh, relative experience, quote, would be concerning in any complex felony case, let alone one that is a multi-defendant RICO case. This is not over. This could rock that case to the ground. We'll stay tuned. Right now, let's figure out who's reporting what else. It's the lead story with Katie Green. Katie? Well, starting with ABC News, more than 100 prison guards held hostage in Ecuador amid state of emergency. Wow, yeah, that is chaos. That it, We now have at least a couple of countries in our hemisphere, not very far away, and which pump thousands, if not millions, of their citizens into our country who are at war against criminal cartels for control of their country. Mexico and Ecuador, at least. From the New York Post, Brooklyn Public School omits Israel from Qatar-funded classroom map and labels it Palestine. Oh, my God. This is so like all the money that universities were taking from the communist Chinese and perverting their instruction and spreading communist propaganda. So now we have Islamist propaganda being spread in our schools because they're so money hungry. Wow. From the Wall Street Journal. Haley DeSantis' food fight validates Trump's debate boycott strategy. I would agree completely. I happen to read that. I didn't need to read it because I witnessed it with my own poor crying eyes. But yeah, why would you join in that? That did nobody any good. Didn't do Haley any good. Didn't do DeSantis any good. Didn't do the Republican Party any good. Didn't do humanity any good. Certainly didn't do me any good. Ugh. <laughs> From the Washington Times. U.S. intelligence and military closely watching China's efforts to sway Taiwan election. Yeah, I guess they have a massive misinformation, uh, uh, you know, effort going in China. Uh, they know Taiwan. They know Taiwanese politics. They have moles. They have spies. They speak the language. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's, it's hairy. From Fox News, welcome to Harvard where you can spend $317,800 to learn about queering the world and threesome dating apps. I love that. I love that. You can't be cynical enough about the modern American university system. Could go on all day about that. We have more evidence later. Stay with us. From USA Today, is eye color surgery the new fad? Interest soars as doctors warn of permanent risks. Oh, boy. This has taken over TikTok, by the way. These these beautiful women are going and having their eyes changed from brown. Primarily, I'm seeing from brown to blue. And it, uh, the process can, dam can destroy your eyesight. Wow, great. Good decision, girls. Yeah, hey, uh, choose your guide dog carefully. That's my advice to you. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, funny, Katie. I have a, a bit of a feature ad I was going to do later about uh, various idiotic consumer crazes, including the Stanley drinking cup oh. thing that I'm a dude, so I've missed this completely, I guess. And, and an old bitter dude, too. Um, <laughs> but that and, and the other thing, which is right up there with on the on the stupid scale with uh, eye color surgery, freckle tattoos. You want that girl-next-door, fresh-faced, freckled look. So women are getting tattoos or freckles tattooed upon them. Meanwhile, across town, some chick is getting her freckles, like, bleached off of her. Right. 
the amount of money the makeup industry has made off of women trying to cover their freckles. Hey, girls, my entire life I've been hearing, I need to love you and respect you for your soul and your mind and your sense of humor and that you're not a collection of body parts. Come on, get with the program. Not making a good case for ourselves. (laughs) Not not really. From ESPN, Bill Belichick is leaving the Patriots after 24 seasons. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I'd miss that. Nick Saban retiring, too. A couple legends of the game. Heading off into the sunset. And finally, the Babylon Bee. Chris Christie suspends campaign to spend more time with family-sized 12-piece chicken meal from KFC. (laughs) We all saw it coming. We all knew it was coming. There it is. And I laughed. I am deeply ashamed. 12-piece family. I get it because usually they say they family. Never mind. All right. Big hour next hour. Highlights and lowlights of the debate. The town hall coming up. Armstrong and Getty. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.